What's up, guys? Welcome back to Worth the Wait. I am your host, Cookie Miller, and I am so excited to have my clients, my friend, Whitney Charles, here with us to discuss her journey. I thought Whitney would be the perfect person to help us round out season two. She has just impressed me ever since she started with me at the beginning of this year. I think you guys are going to be incredibly inspired by her story, her realness, her depth, and who she is as a person. So Whitney, thank you so much for being here and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having (laughs) me. I know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I I appreciate it. This one is my, this is my heart right here. I love this girl. And this all started because we had a coaching call, like, I don't know, maybe it's been over a month ago now. Mm-hmm. And yep. on that call, even though we had already met and, you know, obviously we'd work together, I feel like I got to know Whitney even more and it made me like her even more. (laughs) (laughs) And I was so nervous to ask because usually I like someone to be with me for maybe six months before I start asking for favors. But I was like, Whitney would be great. So she agreed to be here. So she's gonna tell us a little bit about her story. So why don't we go back to December and tell me where you were when you first even thought about joining and maybe some lessons that you've learned so far. Um, so back December, a lot of things were happening um, internally that I knew I wanted to change going into 2022. Um, for the longest, I've always been like, I want to lose weight. I need to lose weight um, prior to COVID. I've always been, you know, the chubby friend or the bigger girl or, you know, I've always been that girl. Um, and going into 2022, I was like, wow, like two years literally have flown by, right? Like. 2020, 2021. And I always said to myself um, later on in 2020 and in 2021, I was like, Whitney, if you don't lose weight while you're working from home, like it's your fault. Like, right. Because (laughs) I have no excuse now. There's no commute. There's no going into the office. There's no trying to run to the gym after work. I'm like, if you don't make a change and you wasted these two years, then that's on you. So during those two years, I was on and off Oh, I'm going to work out. Oh, I'm going to eat good. Then fall off. You do it all again and everything. And um, was on Instagram and just came across your post. And I was just like, I had been following you for a while now and saw your journey and, you know, what you've done, you know, for yourself. And um, I was kind of like, you know, should I? Because I had done 2021. I had done this this group that did keto. I had did that. Um, and that was restrictive, I thought, for me. Um, and then I also tried to do Weight Watchers and I say try because I really didn't give a hundred percent. I was just like, Oh, let me download it on the app. I'll do this. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not, I didn't fully commit. Um, and then I was just like, you know what, let me just sign up and see what happens. You know, (laughs) what's what's bad that could happen. And, um, you know, you reached out to me and we had a call and, yeah, I knew I was serious this time, and uh, I wanted to be held accountable. I wanted to work with someone that uh, preferably was a black woman, a woman of color, uh, because you know the struggles that happen in you know our community as far as like you know what we like to eat and you know all those kind of things. Um, and I really wanted to not only make a change for weight, but I just wanted to focus on myself um, going into 2022. So that's personal, self-care, professional, relationship-wise, all that stuff, I wanted a change. And um, among other things, I just felt like, you know, you the saying of you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting different, you know, a different change or different, yeah. um, you know, things to be different. So that's kind of how I looked at everything in my life. And um, yeah, that's kind of, that's what brought me to you. And, you know, I feel like we clicked when we first got on the phone and I was excited. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Day one. Day one. Yeah, you know, it's it it's not that often that I get off of a call with someone and then I have to tell like one of my family members or something about them, right? Yeah. But that happened with you. I was like, this girl, like, I don't know, like she's great (laughs) and she's so funny. Let me tell y'all a quick, quick story so you can understand how funny Whitney is. (laughs) I don't know. Don't know her. 
do not know her at all. Just mm-hmm. met this girl on Instagram. I'm going to help her with her weight loss. Don't don't know too much. It's very professional at this point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so on my Instagram, well, y'all know I'm not on Instagram right now, right? Okay. No, oh, I didn't That's, know that. Oh, okay. I have been, yeah, I've been deactivated on Instagram for for maybe a month now. By choice or because by choice. Of, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> by choice. Okay, by choice. That's a whole other conversation. That maybe is we'll a whole get other back to that yep. when mm-hmm, we talk about mm-hmm. mental health. Um, and so on my Instagram story, when someone joins, I'll go like I have a little welcome message. So I ask new people to send me a selfie. I take the selfie, I put it in the welcome message, and like everyone responds and they're like, Oh, it's so cool, this person's joined. So this one lady joined and at the time she would, I don't know what she was doing, but she didn't, she couldn't send me a picture. And it was the end of this big, like I did a big push for a lot of clients. So it was like, I wanted them to know all the spots are gone. And the last lady, I just put a little smiley face and Whitney responded to the story and was like, let's call her Shelly. And she was like, so Shelly don't have a picture. <laughs> and I was like, it was just so, the, what made it so funny is just that we had just met. It's the mm-hmm. context that made it so funny. And I was like, this girl is hilarious. And she's so bold and she'll just say anything. And yeah, yeah, yeah. She says the things that everyone else is thinking. Yeah. You Usually know? that's kind of how it happens in my friend group, in my professional group. Yeah. I mean, people are always like, Whitney, you're, you're so sassy. You're so this, you're so that. And I'm just like, I feel like, you know, you come to a certain age where, you know, when they say like older people don't care anymore, like you come yeah. to a certain age where not that I don't care, but it's kind of like, it's what it is. Like we were all, that's, that's the first thing I saw. Like I saw all the other women. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it was just like, oh, so you don't have a picture. Like what happened? You don't, you don't have not one picture. So, you know, no harm though. I was, you know, only being, being playful. So. I know. I know. And it was so, so funny. So, <laughs> When we think back on that time, it's funny because you mentioned like you wanted a change in career, you wanted to change mm-hmm. your relationships. And the crazy thing is like all of the all of those things have changed, including mm-hmm. your health. So from a health perspective, what would you say is your biggest win so far? Um, from a health perspective, um, I mean, I don't want to brag or whatever, but you know, I did lose 20 pounds. Um, but uh, <laughs> No, that that's a, that was a big win. Um, I don't know. I'm such a weirdo. Like, I don't... When I achieve certain things, I don't know how to really, like, be happy for myself. Like, I just do it. And, again, like I said, that, that goes in with how I am when it comes to, like, when I was in college or, like, just my... Prof- like, when I do things, I'm just like, okay, I did it. But I don't know how to be like, yeah, I did it. Like, so even when I did lose the 20 pounds, I was excited. And when we had like, you had the, the check-in call, I was excited and was smiling while, while you were talking. But it was just, I don't know, sometimes I have to sit with myself and kind of just really think about where I've, I've been and where I am now to really like hone in on like, yeah, I did it. But that like first reaction is just like, oh, I lost 20 pounds. Did I really lose 20 pounds? Is this scale correct? Like, that's literally how I'm thinking. <laughs> like, how I'm thinking. Like, no, this is too good to be, good, uh, too good to be true. Like, no. Um, but aside from that, that's a big one. But the biggest one for me is just, and it's always been this, is consistency. Like, that is just the number one thing is consistency. And I think as I've been going through this process, I'm not a, a huge religious person or, or anything like that but I do pray and I remember I think it was like in January right before I started this program and I'm usually a procrastinator I can be a very lazy person when it comes to the weekend like you know laying in bed roll out get something to eat get back in bed just don't do anything mm-hmm. and I remember praying like God please just rid me of laziness rid me of procrastination like you know, push me to be consistent because I want to do, I want to be the better version of myself. Um, So I'm just, I am proud of myself that I've been consistent through this whole process, no matter what is going on in my life, I always show up for myself. Um, And I can't say I've done that before, really. Um, So I feel like that's been my biggest win is just me being consistent. It's hard. It's hard to be consistent in I said this in one of my check-ins with you 
and I don't know if you remember, but I said it's easy to lose weight. Like we all know what to do to lose weight, right? I oh, you gotta exercise, you gotta, <laughs> you know, eat right. Yeah, we all know that. It's not rocket science. The hard part is your mindset. It's the consistency is your mindset to say no keep going or okay I ate bad today but tomorrow's a new day let's start over it's not oh I ate bad today well I might as well just give it up and keep doing what I'm doing tomorrow or you know whatever or I felt depressed or down today and I ate a whole you know bag of chips or something so I might as well just forget it now like that because that's where I was you know it's like oh I messed up forget it forget it count me out yeah um and I think, yeah, having that mindset is, is the hard part to, to keep going and, and being consistent, even when you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. that's I mean, that's the key. Yeah. People yeah, always want to know what the key is. How have you kept mm-hmm. the weight off for so long? It's it's boring. It's very boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not what you think. Yeah, yeah. Not like some crazy oh, I do juicing this every so no. often or I know it's just like being able, like you said, to have a, a day where you're off or whatever and be able to get right back into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's the key. That's, that's that is it. the key, yeah. Because people always say, well, what's your secret? You know, not, I mean, you know, when people lose weight, what's your, what, tell me the secret, tell me the secret. And it's, yeah, there is no secret. It's just being consistent in what you're doing and being consistent in your good habits. You know, of course, yeah. we all have our little bad habits, but not letting the bad habits overtake the good ones. Exactly. So that part is what I'm very like, like I told you the last check-in, like it's becoming second nature when it's like, I just get up and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have a shake. And in my head, I'm like, okay, for lunch, I'm gonna have this um, salad or for dinner. I already, you know, I made salmon last night. I'm gonna have that. And I know I got those vegetables. It's just like, it's that. And that helps with consistency. But of course, you know, you have to get to that point of, you know, second nature. So, yeah. And, yeah. you know, you had like such a just insane amount of, changes in your life Mm -hmm. like through this whole thing so many transitional kind of like moments happen things that honestly I've had past clients where they've had these things happen and they'll tell me hey I need to take a break Mm -hmm. or they ghost Mm -hmm. you know because some people tend to go into that hermit mode Mm -hmm. um, when when they go through things but you have it seems like you've taken all of those things and used them as fuel yeah so where did that come from i don't know if you want to talk about any of those transitions but how were you able to do that and still be consistent and reach this goal of 20 pounds so far um i think number one is realizing that um whatever habits you might have um no matter or whatever you're comfortable with that sometimes those are the things that hinder you from getting to where you want to be. Mm. And I think I learned that and I'm continuing to learn that. And that's what <laughs> that's the biggest thing I learned. Um, and I'm saying that because, you know, I will share, yes, I was in a um, 10 year relationship and, um, you know, we were together and, you know, as most couples do, you like to go out, you like to eat, you like to like, <laughs> you have this dessert, you like to do the Netflix and chill, we'll be eating tonight, let's find something to watch. And then you find yourself just on the couch all day, every day, you know, every night. And I, you know, sit at a desk most of the time, whereas he's, you know, 6'4", 200 and something pounds, goes to work every single day, goes to the gym every single day. Yeah. He can eat what he wants. Yeah. And I'm the girlfriend that's just like, yeah, give me more. But I'm sitting all day, right? And he's right. like, oh, you, you know, oh, I can't eat with you. Like, you, you don't eat every day. And I'm like, I'm trying to keep up with him, right? Yeah. I'm eating yeah. two cheeseburgers and fries to keep up with him, knowing I don't normally eat two cheeseburgers. <laughs> like, I don't do that. But right. because you're enjoying each other's company and you're doing all these things, you just, that's how you, you know, you come together. And I, we mentioned this on the call that we had, like, you know, when we go out with them um, for most predominantly the black community when we celebrate what do we do we go out to eat let's go out to eat let's go out to eat birthdays anniversaries graduation we're going out to eat everything yeah everything (laughs) is centered around food um so yeah and so i i am recently single and with this journey that i'm on i've been realizing that i couldn't be where i am right now if i was still with him Wow. Not only just because of the weight loss, there was, of course, there's other factors, but I feel like we were each other's crutches and I was his crutch in one way and he was my crutch as far as 
being comfortable, being comfortable. And um, this might not too much information, but I used to have these thoughts like, I know I don't like the way my body looks, but I'm like, he's still attracted to me. So I guess it's okay. You know, so again, that comfortable of we've been together long enough. If he's accepting me this way, then I must be fine. I must still be attractive. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So I think it's it's that comfort, what I'm used to, that was keeping me in that position. Even though I did was trying here and there, oh, I gotta exercise, I gotta do but it wasn't enough to get me to where I wanted to be or where I am now. So I feel like like I said, there's certain things, whether that be people, friends, family, you know, um, relationships. <laughs> That yep. you might have to let go to get to where you want to be. Um, yeah, and I, I had to, like I said, this is something that I'm realizing as I'm, this year, as I'm here. Yeah. Um, and the same thing as far as my professional uh, career, you know, I've been trying to like interview and pivot and, and move and stuff. And, you know, you get rejection after rejection. And the one thing that I said to myself, I said, well, you know what is going right in my life? This weight loss journey I'm on is going right. Yeah. So I'm going to continue to push forward on that and continue to pour into that because I'm doing it for myself and I am happy at my results. I'm happy at what I'm doing every week. I'm happy at the check-ins. I'm happy at, you know, uh, trying different foods or, you know, doing different things. So that worked for me. So I felt the need to pour into that instead of saying, Oh, Oh, I'm newly single. Oh, I'm not where I want to be, you know, professionally. Now this weight thing, I I can't handle all this. I don't want to do it. It's too much. (laughs) It was just like, no, this is what's working for me. So I'm going to pour into that and, and make sure I get up every single day and, and do my workouts or drink my water and whatever, because essentially it was, it's for me and nobody else. So that's right. kind of what keeps me, um, yeah, going and motivated. And, you know, when you start to see the, the changes, no matter how small they are, I feel like for me, that's another thing that's like, well, I want more. I want to see how far I can push myself. I want to yep. see you know how much more tone can I get or how much smaller can I get or, or whatnot. So that's, that's what keeps me motivated. Um, I think you have to put yourself first definitely than anything or anybody else. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny because I think our first meeting of the year, as far as like our group meeting was mm-hmm. about self-sabotage mm-hmm. and I turned that into a podcast. So for anyone who's listening, I think that was maybe two or three podcasts ago, you can go back and listen to self-sabotage, but in that, you know, when we had that meeting, I talked about there being this fear, right? There's usually a fear that is causing you to self-sabotage. And sometimes that fear can be, who am I going to be when this, when I lose this weight? Because we all know that in order to go through this journey, even if you've never been through it before, you know, like something about me is going to have to really change. I have to change inside. And when I change, how is that going to impact everything externally, my relationships, my job, right? Mm -hmm. So there becomes this fear of like really unleashing your own power and your own greatness. And it may not be conscious, it can be subconscious, but it can definitely be there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there has to be, even in, in hindsight, when you think about it, you know, there's so many things that can go, that can happen in a 10 year span of a relationship, but there has to be some things where you were like, oh, like with the weight, with the fitness, for example, this is why I couldn't grow in that area. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see why this had to end in order for me to be able to have this new beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to tell you. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Um, you start to see, like I said, that it's it's more than what you think it is, right? Like I really, I thought when I ended my relationship, it was based on these things. This is why this can no longer work for me. Not realizing, well, now the weight loss was never a part of it. <laughs> like it was never. That's not the reason why we broke up. Like weight right. loss was never a part of it. But coming out on the outside, it was just like, yeah, I I, I can't even tell you. Like I just. I was thinking about, you know, I've been thinking about doing doing the podcast and, you know, so many things that I just want to say, but I feel like I've honestly been the happiest that I've been as like an adult um, in a real long time with myself. Like, you yeah. know, normally I am happy, but I'm saying like, it's just like happy with myself um, right. in a very long time. And um, I'm always the type of person that believes 
you know, you create your own happiness. Like, I'll never get into a relationship because it's like, oh, you make me happy. You complete me. Let's get together. Like, no, like, I'm not that person. Like, I like to be happy, content, and complete on my own. And then you right. add to my, you know, add to yes. value to the relationship together. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was happy in my relationship, but this is, it, it feels, it's definitely different. It's, it's a different feeling. Um, I'm finally doing something for myself. Um, you know, we can call it selfish, but I'm finally like focusing on what I want to do and in all aspects of my life. And I don't have to worry about somebody else, whether it's their opinion, whether it's, you know, how they feel about things. It's just, yeah. I'm focused on me and yeah. being a better version of myself. And like I said, you, you may cut friends off and relationships off be- for certain factors. And then when you get to the other side, you're like, I couldn't do, I, I wouldn't be able to do this if I was still friends with that person yep. or still with this one, or if I still allowed that toxic family member to, you know, make comments about every time, you know, I go back for extra <laughs> something for exactly. Thanksgiving or whatever exactly. the, you know, case is. So it's, yeah, um, it's, and I'm not saying it's like, it's some easy thing to cut people off. No, not at all. Right. But because they, that, that was a process. It, wasn't, <laughs> it sure it was. was a process to, to end <laughs> that relationship. Um, you know, because you're comfortable and, and, you know, it's nothing like being with somebody that you're comfortable that knows you and, and you know them. But like yeah. I said, for, for, you know, the betterment of yourself, then if that's what you have to do, then that's what you have to do, you know? Yeah. When you were talking about being happy, you clarified that you meant like being outwardly happy versus being internally happy with yourself. Uh-huh. That was interesting that you clarified it because when I met you, my first impression was probably what everybody who's listening or watching is thinking like, oh my gosh, she's so bubbly and high mm-hmm. energy and yeah, happy. Yeah, everybody always thinks that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. when we had that coaching call was when you pretty much told me like, that's, that's like an outward thing, but you have actually had some struggles. Yep. Um, I've talked openly on the Internet since 2014, at least about my own struggles with depression. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about that? And even if you care to share how where you are in your journey now? Um, Yeah, no, definitely. Um, It's something that's definitely close to my heart. Um, Yeah, I was diagnosed with clinical depression when I was about 19, 20 years old, and I was in my second semester of college. And um, I usually use this uh, terminology that I went to bed one night and the next night I woke up as if somebody turned the lights out. Like I just mm. was like lost. Like I was in a dark space, couldn't find the light, don't know why the light went out, what happened, how did I get here, why am I here, what did I do wrong? Like literally that's yeah. how it was. And I woke up, you know, at college in school in my, my dorm room and I just started having these thoughts that I just was just like, what? Like, why are you thinking like this? Why are you, where is this even coming from, right? Um, and, and just to even bring it back, actually the, the, the crazy part is these things started my freshman year, but I didn't even know symptoms. I didn't know wow. what that looked like. Yeah. But knowing the symptoms that I had in my junior year, I had some, those same symptoms in my freshman and sophomore year, but did not know that's what it was. Um, and when I say symptoms, I mean things like not being able to eat, not in being or eating and like throwing up afterwards, having like intrusive, bad thoughts, like all those things were happening, but you kind of just brushed it off and, you know, right. went to class, went out to party and, and it kind of came to a head my junior year. And it was just like, no, like it stuck. Like it wasn't something that just passed and went on like this time it stuck. And I remember going home, um, my best friend and her parents came and, and got us. Um, and I remember going home and I was scared because I was just like, how can I stay? It was for um, Thanksgiving break. Okay. I was like, how can I stay home for this amount of time? Like my mom and my parents are going to know there's a difference in me. Like, how, how am I going to get through this? Um, and again, you know, I'm putting on a happy face. Oh, happy to be home. Da, 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 da. Um, oh, and that, that was another sy- symptom that I had, too. I could not sleep at night. I was not sleeping mm-hmm. at night, but I was sleeping during the day. And I was actually sleeping in my classes. I had I've never fallen asleep wow. in a class before, ever. And I literally was falling asleep in class. I fell asleep one time in my, my room and I missed work. That had never happened because I wasn't sleeping at night. Yeah. Um, get home, try to act like everything's all good. 
and I slept most of the time. And that wasn't um, unlikely of me because when I was in high school, that's what I did. Like I slept till like noon and woke yep. up. And so my mom was, <laughs> she was used to that. So it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Like, well, why right. is it so late? So that was, you know, nobody thought anything of it. And again, I was like shaking at night when I was trying to go to sleep. I was crying. I couldn't eat. And I was just like, I have to tell my mom. Like, I can't. Like, I'm very close to my mother. And I was just like, I can't act like nothing's wrong. And yeah. um, I went to my mom and I told her what was going on and, and stuff like that. And she was like, well, Whitney, why are you thinking like this? And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what this is coming from. It just happened out of nowhere. I have no idea. And I literally would start, I would sleep in the bed with my mom. Um, at night because it was like comforting to like yeah. have somebody there it was like a you know a comfort and again I couldn't eat I was like cold sweats I was shaking everything like that and then um one night I got up and my stepdad was on the couch and I go to him and I was just like I can't sleep and you know he's sitting there and stuff and I say to him I'll never forget this but I say to him we ha my, my parents have a balcony like a terrace um in their house and I was just like I just want to jump off that balcony right now and just end this. Like, I just want this to be over because I just, it was, I just was like, I can't take this. Yeah. And my stepdad said to me, you know, if you ever did something like that, you and you and um, me and your mother, like, would not know what to do with ourselves. Like, we would just not know how to even move on or anything. And that's the thing that stuck with me to never take it there yeah was because I know when I see other individuals who do take it there and my mom's like well, why didn't they go to someone for help why didn't they ask why didn't they yeah and my mom's always like Whitney if you did something like that they might as well put me away somewhere because mm -hmm. I'm never gonna be you know so I always yeah. think like I never want to break my mom's heart I don't want her to have to live knowing I did something like that so that's what always stuck with me never to take it there but I definitely was you know, suicidal, had suicidal thoughts, um, stayed, I uh, went to a psychiatric hospital. I've been hospitalized twice, um, was on medication, all that stuff. So again, when people see me and say, oh, you're so happy, you're so bubbly, da, 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 da. And then when I tell them that, they're like, you? Right. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> there's no face to this. There's no, well, you look normal. Cause that was yep. the thing. When I went to the hospital, I was the youngest person on the floor. And I remember this male nurse came to me and was just like, why are you here? He was just like, please tell me you're not here for a man. And I, I kind of was like offended because I was just like, really? You think like, right. I mean, not to say that some people can't be, but I'm just like, that's what you think. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was the youngest person. Everybody thought I was just so normal because, you know, I wasn't going around talking to myself. I didn't have like a drug issue. I just was just like, I don't know why this happened to me. Like I'm here, but you know, I'm not here <laughs> to judge anybody, but I'm, I'm like y'all too. I mean, we just right. have different symptoms. I'm no different. Well, um, we could even say, Whitney, that you were being proactive. Mm -hmm. So perhaps this is how these things start. Right. You know, yeah. when it's uh, not that serious or you're not as bad as how these other people are. Yeah. I, I'm sure they didn't start there. Right. So right. you going to get help early is probably why you are where you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm my mother is like, <laughs> my oh. mother does not play about her kids. So oh, no. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what we're going to do, but I'm going to get on this computer and we're going to find help. We're going to find somebody. Yep. I don't know, but we're going to figure this out. And um, that is like my mother. And um, yeah, I went to, and it was crazy. The first night I stayed in the hospital, that's another thing. Thanksgiving um, at that time for a while was triggering for me because that was the first time I had stayed, ever been in a hospital and, and celebrated Thanksgiving with Strangers, strangers like that I didn't know I wasn't at home you know I was having Thanksgiving in a psychiatric hospital um so for years after that that kind of was a little triggering for me um but I can't somebody said something to me and it, and it changed the way I started to think about it um but I can't can't remember but it definitely changed the way I started to think about um Thanksgiving and just moving forward and, and stuff like that but that first night was the first night I had a good night's sleep in like really? months yeah and I think was because I felt safe I felt I can't do anything here there's people here to protect me I can't harm myself I can't harm other people like there's people here that are yeah. professional to, to to um protect me and and you know keep me okay whereas at home you, you don't know what you you know could do right. or you know stuff like that and I was the first night I literally went to sleep and slept 
easy and then you know get your um talk to doctors and all that kind of stuff but um where i am now um boy well wait 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 Whitney. Oh, how long were you there i was there for two weeks okay i was there for two weeks and one thing is people don't know about me my friends this one friend in particular she'll say whitney will make a friend anywhere and that is me i'm the person in the psychiatric <laughs> hospital making friends with people and being like these people are great like you know not like, <laughs> yep. being like i know you guys feel a hard time or whatever but she's funny and she has a daughter and this one's it like you know and you're like exchanging numbers bye god you know it's like yeah. i'm that person because i don't know i'm just i'm just that person but i was there for two weeks um, wait do you still have a home girl no you know how okay. that goes when you meet people you kind of like fall out of touch before a while yeah. we like you know kept in touch and everything like that yeah. um but yeah it's 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 just um it's crazy and uh yeah i was there for two weeks um got the treatment that i needed came home and that was another thing about me how my mind works i'm always thinking about another thing never really thinking about myself just thinking about mm -hmm. what i should be doing for other people while i was in that hospital um my mom was like well what if you can't go back to college what if you can't you got to take a year off and while i'm here i'm like i can't take a year off i gotta graduate on time i gotta graduate my mm -hmm. friends i've got midterms i got finals and it's like who thinks of that in the, in the situation you know like i'll be in the hospital somewhere thinking about oh my job and this and that and it's kind of like i'm in that space now like i would never think that way now but back then yeah. 1920 i'm like no i gotta finish my exams and i gotta do this but i did go back to school um the following uh semester graduating on time um my mom and and you know my advisors had conversations and they let me take my finals from my previous semester and everything worked out that way but um yeah it was definitely one of those things i would say the most traumatic experience i've ever experienced in my life and um i honestly did not think i would be here right now i could not see past the day that i was in you know i was 19 years old I didn't think I was gonna make it to 21, let alone 25, let alone 35. Like I did not see a future for myself at all. Like that's how dark and painful it is that you can't even see past the day that you're living in. Yeah. Um, and I empathize with people that, you know, sadly do take it there and do take their lives because that's how you feel that's how bad it is when it's just like I just want this to be over like I don't you know, you're not even caring about who you hurt who you leaving behind or children that like that does not matter anymore you just want this pain to go away yeah um but I'm glad mental health is becoming more less taboo and more spoken about and people you know feel comfortable to get help and go to therapy I've been seeing my therapist since I was about 22 23 years old wow um and yeah and the thing about therapy I want to say is therapy is not only for when you're going through something you can still see a therapist for when you're happy and things are going yes. good in your life you know yep. it's not always about things are bad I need to see a therapist you could still see a therapist just because you want to talk things out and want a different perspective and you know every two weeks I talk to my therapist one minute I'm like oh my god I got another rejection for a job or <laughs> I'm lonely and should I reach out to him and then, you know and then the next yeah. week I'm like I'm doing great this is the best week ever so you <laughs> never know like every week is something different so you know that person is there to, to help you along the way no matter what part of life you're in you know what yep. part of your journey in. so don't ever look at therapy as like oh it's for crazy people or it's for people that need help or mental you know it's for right. everybody you know yeah everybody. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think it is a big misconception. Um, well, one, it's good that therapy isn't taboo anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but two, there is a big misconception that you must be actively in a crisis yeah. in order to see a therapist. Right. And that is so detrimental because it'll leave people waiting and waiting and waiting until they are in crisis mm -hmm. to reach out. And the way things are now, y'all, post-2020, people are getting in therapy. So listen, yes. if everything's good with you right now, you're chill, go ahead and start looking for your therapist to cure someone because yeah. otherwise it's going to be so difficult right. to find a therapist. Um, yeah. And while we're on this topic, I want to plug therapyforblackgirls.com. Mm -hmm. It is an incredible resource. You can search through therapists there. You can search based on 
almost anything you can think of. So if you have insurance, if you don't have insurance, you can use all of those filtering tools, but definitely get yourself a therapist. Yeah, it's Especially a part of life. Black women. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's like any health, you know, you go to your physician every year, you go to your dentist, you go to yeah. whomever, your dermatologist, like it's a checkup, you just might do it more often than the other doctors, but it's a part of health, right? Like, yep. it's yeah, it's it's totally normal. And like you said, you shouldn't have to be in the middle of a a crisis to go and and just chat with someone so yeah. i definitely um recommend it and and you find out a lot about yourself because again in therapy i was just like there's no way i could live alone i didn't trust myself mm. to be alone i didn't know what i might do and i was just like no like i can't live alone and here we are i've been yep. living alone two years you know and i'm i'm absolutely loving it and when I say that I'm happy with myself <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this but <laughs> sometimes it takes me a while to do my workouts because I have my music on and I'll be dancing to my like dancing around the living room <laughs> looking at my reflection in the in the tv reflection I'm like oh look at me I'll be looking at myself and okay, dancing and then I'm like all right yeah and then I'm like all right when you get back to this workout <laughs> Let me tell you, if you, if Whitney ever allows me to share her photos, oh, y'all are going to be like God. body, yaddy, yaddy, because Whitney has the shape, the proportions. It's what all the BBL girls are trying oh, to do. Boy, it matches. I need y'all. I got to oh. lean into the mic so y'all can hear me. You know, it's what all the BBL girlies are trying to do. That's all I'm saying. I appreciate it. Yes. That, and, and you saying that is another thing that I think about because we had that conversation in the first call and you was like, what are your, what is your goal or what is your ideal body? And a lot of times when, when we're asked that, we're picking out celebrities and who we want to look like. And I was yeah. telling you, like, I never thought about myself being my own goal, you know, of what yeah. I want to look like because I never see myself in that light. Yeah. And when I be working out, when I be looking at this reflection, <laughs> And these old bleachers coming in, and this booty sticking out a little bit. I was just like, okay, yeah, that's me. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, girl. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Yes. No, definitely. Okay. So let me ask you this, because a lot of times when people are thinking about, you know, starting this journey and getting into weight loss, there's always something, right? They're like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to start losing weight, but so busy at work. Or, mm -hmm. you know, I want to start losing weight, but this is going on with my relationship or whatever. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to those people who are waiting for the perfect time? There is no perfect time. There's no such thing as a perfect time. Um, because you're going to keep making those same excuses. I mean, I was doing the same thing. You know, you're like, oh, I'll start on Monday. Oh, okay, we're, you know, Thanksgiving, I'm going to start in the new year. The new year comes. Oh, well, I mean, it's the new, it's the, you know, new year day. I mean, there's always right. something, right? <laughs> so there's no, <laughs> there's no um, perfect time. I remember, um, I think it was Will Smith who said, said this long time ago. And it was just like, why do we wait for New Year's to start new things? Why mm -hmm. can't we just start tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. yeah, you're right. Because, you know, new new starts of, of the new year, the new week makes us feel like we're starting fresh. But like, yeah. honestly, every day is starting over and, and starting fresh when, you you know, you think about it. Yeah. And I was kind of like, you're right. We don't have to wait to the new year to start new habits or to do new things. Um, but, yeah, no, there is no uh, perfect time. I've done the same thing. I'll start when this happens. I'll start when that happens. And then I start and I don't give 100 percent. Um, then I just stop and then, you know, three, four, six months later, you got to start all over. And the hardest part is starting over, you know, yeah. when your body is used to working <laughs> out and eating, yep. you can keep going. Then when you off for three, four months, it's like, now nah, I got to train my body again to start all over and have this momentum to keep going. Like, yeah, I was already ahead of it three months ago. Had I just took one day off and kept going, I'd be further than I am. And yep. now I have to start all over. So I don't think there's a perfect time. I think that is within you. You set when the, the right time is, when you're fed up or when you're tired of complaining and not doing anything about it, or you're tired of, you know, not being able to fit into your clothes or it's, it's that's whenever that's, I don't think that's, you know, a, a perfect time. Um, but that's, that's what it was for me. Mine happened to align with 
New Year. That's what it yeah. was like because it was just like a lot of things that I wanted to change going into the into the new year. Um, but yeah, I don't believe there's a perfect. Every day is a perfect time to to, to start. I love, you know yeah. what? We need to. That needs to be the motivation Monday post next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every day. I'm is telling the you, time every day. Yeah. yeah. And then someone had said, um, actually wrote this down and they said don't wait on your weight to live your life hmm. right and it's true because you saying i'll wait until this i'll wait until that that's hindering you from living also right that's hindering yeah. you from going on that vacation because you don't want to look a certain way in your pictures or wearing that bathing suit because you're not where you want to be summer body ready yet so the yeah. more you keep saying oh i'll wait until this i'll wait until that is the longer you want to pushing it off to be who you want to be because now you keep making excuses over and over again and now you feel like I can't go on this trip or I can't do this or I can't wear that because I'm not where I want to be so that's another thing um that I try to live by too like you know I may I'm I've definitely made progress but even though I'm not exactly where I want to be like I'm still gonna enjoy the bathing suit and the trip and you know the right. pictures and because yep. why not you know it's I think you might have said it. it's kind of like or we said it in our messenger group it's kind of like love the body that you have now yeah. you know um this body has taken you and, and supported you through whatever trials tribulations trauma good times bad times that you've been through like so appreciate it now and appreciate it on the journey that you're you're on or, or want to get on so yeah yeah it's, it's interesting. I think all of that is really just all tied up in perfectionism. Mm -hmm. The whole thing, right? Yeah. Because the reason that you don't start is because you're waiting for the perfect time. Mm -hmm. Why are you waiting for the perfect time? More than likely because you plan on doing everything perfectly. Right. Because you're going to start the keto group and you're mm -hmm. going to do it exactly how you're supposed to do it. And you're never going to miss a day. And right. So that starts this cycle of like perfectionism versus yeah. entering into this journey thinking like, OK, I'm changing myself like I am changing who I am forever. Yeah. So when you have the rest of your life to go through it, it takes the pressure off. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, oh, I'm seeing these changes. I like this. I'm gonna keep going. I mean, yeah. there's no date. Whitney hasn't told me anything about by this day, I got to wear this. No. She hasn't told me anything <laughs> like that. No, It's just mm -mm. a constant like evolving life. change yeah. with yeah. life. Yeah. With life. That's, that's it. That's what I've, I've always said. I want this to be my life. Um, you know, I, just kind of thought about this too when people say well one thing I, I want people to, to know also is like you're not competing with anybody right like you're not you're competing with yourself but like don't compare yourself to other people we all do it. we all scroll Instagram I want to look like that I want everybody to look like that blah blah blah, blah kind of thing but it's kind of like once you get rid of that and accept the body that you have and work on what you have to work with and form that how you want to form it that to me is probably the best feeling and the best confidence of like yeah like this is my body like natural mm -hmm. the way it is like I worked this out I did hard work and I know I, I asked you one time oh, <laughs> in the second I asked you I was like so what about those weight loss gummies and everything like that you're like oh my god <laughs> and I'm like no not that I want to take them I'm just she like did. asking like you know what is it a bad thing or you know is it good um, so that's another thing where it's just like you have these trends on social media with the, you know, the, the gummies or um, the drinks and whatever and, and things like that. And it's again, it's no quick fix. Um, yeah. You're not going to be eating those gummies, you know, for 20, 30 years, are you? Like, you're not going to be <laughs> drinking those shakes for right. 50 years. Like, that's not those if anything, like you said, it's a quick fix for the right now. It's not something that's going to last. Um, your lifetime that you can you can keep up with um, yeah. and then I also want to say like you know we call it a journey because you know a lot of people say oh it's not a sprint it's a marathon but like marathons end too right so like journeys is an ongoing thing you know yeah. you're from place to place in your life you're different from different um, places in your life different ages different things are going on in your life so I do love to say like it's a journey and that um, once you realize that and that 
you're not competing with anybody. Like, you know, take your time. And I learned from you too, to, to, to be patient with myself. And um, yes, no week is going to be perfect. No, um, this is not meant to be perfect, but consistency is what I strive for. Um, yeah. As long as I can do that, then I'm happy with, um, you know, my progress. I think this is so good. Yes. It is. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Okay. So let's kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about when you were getting ready to do the program and we were on our call, what types of things were going through your head of like, right? Because we talk about the excuses you can make. Mm -hmm. So what were you thinking to get out of that? Or were you thinking anything to get out of it? What was your biggest objection? Um, I don't think I was thinking of anything to get out of it. Um, I don't think I knew it would be like this. I don't think I had confidence to be this consistent. Um, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm kind of like show me, don't tell me kind of thing, uh, kind of person. Um, and I think that was it for me. It was just like, all right, girl, my, we signed up, we gave this girl your money, let's hope for the best. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you gave it, it's gone. You better show up, okay? <laughs> That's kind of how it was. But no, I loved your personality. And I was like, well, we could be friends. And I was like, right. maybe she won't want to be friends. She's going to be keeping it professional and I can't text her on the side and stuff like that. It was like more of those things. I was trying to be your friend. I wasn't even worried about the program or anything. I was like, oh, how can I be cookie's friend? Like, uh, I think we do. Like, we friends, girl. Was. We yes. friends, okay? <laughs> but no, I didn't. I didn't have any objections. I think it was more so, I've done this before. I've tried. I've tried it on my own. I've tried it with different, another group prior um, that year. And it was kind of just like, all right, Whitney, this is on you. I mean, you, you there's no excuse. You have a coach now. And again, like the fact that you have this app that's like your to-do do, to -do list every day that you get to check off. So it's like, there's no excuses of, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to eat. I don't know what it, like you have this whole guidebook of like your proteins and your veggies and your, like everything is broken out so nicely. And then you have the app, which are your, your, you know, you do your, your check off, your to-do list. And it was kind of like, for me, there's no excuse now. Like if this doesn't work out, it's on you. Like I can't blame anybody else. I'm working from home. I'm single. Like there's no distractions anymore. Like, so if this doesn't work out, you just chubby and want to be chubby. So that's it. <laughs> like, that's it. There's nothing else. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's real. Okay. So it was, it's interesting. You're saying that it was on you. Like it was just, yeah. you knew that you were making this investment. And it's like, if I don't do this, then I got to yeah. do it myself. Like that's it wasn't it. on anyone else. No, it's, it's, yeah. And it's never on anyone else. I mean, we like to blame other things, work and, you know, and again, I want to preface this with saying that I don't want people to think, um, women to think that, you know, what I'm saying is so super easy because I want to take into yeah. account that there are women who are married, there are single mothers, there's, you know, women who yeah. marry with children. So there's other things. I'm single. I don't have any kids, so I don't have those extra responsibilities. So I don't want to make it seem like, well, she's saying all this stuff, but she don't got three kids yeah. and she don't got a husband <laughs> and she's not working two jobs and then got to take care of her mother. Like yeah. I want to be aware I'm fully aware that everyone's life is different. They have other things that they have to handle that can't make it this easy to just focus solely on themselves. Um, but so I want women to know that. But in that same sentence, I want to want you to know that even if you do have those things, that you still can um, do this work and show up for yourself. And I feel like, you know, 30 minutes a day is better than zero minutes a day, right? Yeah. Um, yep. Whatever that might look like. And it's, you'll be surprised at how much it's the small things that will bring about like the biggest, um, the biggest change. I, you know, I wasn't eating breakfast. Like, you know, I was not eating breakfast. I was it was a fight. Don't let her yeah. just pass that. It was a fight to get this girl to eat yeah. breakfast. I wasn't eating breakfast. Like on the weekend, yes. Right, but weekday with work and everything, I'm just like, I'm too frazzled, I'm too, you know, anxious. I can't sit and eat, you know. And I was eating dinner, you know, eight nine o'clock at night, and because I hadn't had anything to eat, it's like, well, pile it on, 
it's only one meal it shouldn't hurt but then what am i doing going to bed right after so again it's the little things of incorporating dinner and like i had told you i'm gonna stop turning my computer on the first thing in the morning because as soon as i sit down i'm like let me check emails and i'm on for an hour hour and a half and next thing i know it's it's 12 and i haven't eaten yet so i'm like no i'm gonna get my shake or whatever breakfast that i have first prepared and come and sit down and then get to work so again it's like little things like that that you you have to do and i think that also uh coincides with just boundaries you know i think people don't think about things like that when it comes to if you're in a relationship husband married kids it's like you know you do for everyone else but you have to kind of set boundaries and be like well no this is mommy's time or this is wife's time or girlfriend's time and it's like i just need 30 minutes in the morning or midday or at night to get this 30 minute workout in or to eat this salad in peace or, or whatever it is it's it's yep. about just making time for yourself like that's i feel like is the main key is making time for yourself and being consistent with that time boundaries could be a whole podcast on it yeah time. Yeah, (laughs) maybe we might have to do a part two. I feel y'all let us know if y'all like this. Let us know if we should do a part two, because I think we could definitely go into some other topics. But I want to ask you this. Now that we've kind of gone through this whole interview, Mm -hmm. if you were listening to this back in December or maybe even before. Yeah. What part of your story do you think would have inspired you the most um, I think I would still be skeptical. Uh, if I'm being honest, I'd be like, she don't know what she's talking about. She probably wasn't even that chubby to begin with. Um, like that would be my first thought, like, girl, whatever. <laughs> the first thing I would think about, like, yeah, yeah, we heard it all before for the people that lost weight. They say how easy it is. Like, that's yeah. literally what I would be thinking. Cause that's how I am. Um, but I think the part that would, um, inspire me is that I'm a real person like this is not some kind of gimmick because I'm the same person that I'm clicking on things too to see the scams and be like oh did the, the gummies really work let me see her picture like I'm that person too just like Amy and everybody else um but like yeah I'm a real person um with real things going on in in my life too and nobody's perfect and you just kind of gotta get to the point where you say enough is enough and I'm ready to really commit and do this um, yeah. I think that part would have uh, ex- inspired me to, to be like, you know, she's she's doing it, you know, not just she's still in the progress, the pro- the process of it. It's not like, oh, it's been a year and it's done. It's just like, no, I'm actually still doing this, um, yeah. you know, every single day. Um, but yeah, it, it would, it's just you get to a point, something clicks, something has to click at some point. Like for me, I knew. 2022 I was just like okay no like we we let 2020 go it was a wash for everybody 2021 came we still was kind of like all right I was just like not 2022 I can't let this year go by and still continue to do the same things I'm doing and and, and wanting a change you know so that was the part that um that clicked for me and you know again I feel like we were meant to meet I was meant to see that post that day and I was just like I'm just going to DM her and the thing was too, it was kind of like, you know, on the back of my head, I'm like, how much is this going to cost? You know, but I was willing to pay it though, because I was just like, I, I mean, as long as you ain't say nothing crazy, crazy, but <laughs> like I'm willing to give that commitment, that monetary commitment, um, because I'm worth it. And when I say things like monetary commitment, I also want to speak on other things that I've done in my life um, on a professional setting. Like I told you, I joined a mentorship group, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's with um, a bunch of like marketing professionals. And to get into that group, you got to pay a certain amount of money for the year as well. So again, a lot of times people always want to do these things, right? And these quick fixes, but they don't want to pay for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're a businesswoman, you know, people are, are businesses and you have to make money too. Right. So while you paying these, you know, twenty nine ninety nine for these gummies every month, like yeah. you can get on a payment plan and, and pay it towards somebody that actually has your interest. 
um, and actually that you can speak to on a regular basis and connect with. And it's not through some virtual, you know, robot that you don't even know, you know, what's going on. It's an actual real person on the other side of the screen. So, yeah. And I, I think that for me, too, was another thing that I learned that if I want more for myself and I want to be in these spaces, sometimes I need to shell out some money for it. Everything yeah. can't be free. Everything can't be cheap. Everything can't be discounted. You know, you yeah. have to give the money out. Whatever, yeah. you know, if it's that much, if, you, if it's worth that much to you. So that's another thing that I was just like, I don't know what she's going to say, but. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. I'm, I'm going to make it work. I'm like, you mean this all at once? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here, you know, just take it, take it. Um, but yeah, if you can afford it and you can do it and you can make payment plans or whatever it is, um, I told you this in my last check check in, like this has been the easiest process for me to lose weight ever. And when I tell you I've never thought I'd be this person saying these things or even being doing this with you. Like, who am I right now? Like, what is this? Like, no, I'm not that person, right? Like feel like, you know, who am I? It's just it really has been the easiest, most less like stressless process I, I told you before like I remember every time I try to lose weight it's me always oh what am I gonna eat for my next meal and oh my god you know it's seven o'clock I gotta get to the gym after yeah. work and then you know it, I'm done at the gym at nine and then it's an hour and a half for me on public transportation I live in New York City um you know get home at 10 and it's like well let me take a shower should I eat no I don't want to eat because I was at the gym for two hours so it's it was always having that like anxiety I'm um, sorry I don't know why this is like dark um, it was always having that, that anxiety of, I don't know what to do next. Yeah. They say when you're not prepared, like you fail or there's some kind of saying yeah, like that. Yeah. Plan to prepare, prepare to fail. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing I learned with the meal prep, right? Because I was just like, um, I'm just going to try to wing this here and there. And then I'm like, well, what am I going to eat for my next meal? What am I going to eat for my next meal? But like <laughs> you said, it was just like, well, you buy a bulk of this protein and make different, um, seasonings and seasoning with different um seasons so you have a variety and then you get your yeah. vegetable and whatever you know carb that you like so yeah this really has been um the most easiest process in losing weight for me uh and I think that just adds to my happiness and my consistency and I I couldn't tell you this is how I would be you know and, it, and it's only been what three I know. months or That's what I'm saying. Like, Have you been, if y'all are listening to this it sounds like it's oh been like I've months. been working with her for a year like yeah no it's been a few months yeah and this girl is killing it and yeah. I just have to say Whitney I am so incredibly proud of you thank you so proud of you I mean you have just seriously transformed yourself in every way and honestly to be able to witness it has really been an honor mm -hmm. it really really has i'm so <laughs> glad that we met Me it too. feels like divine alignment we are friends period yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so don't worry about that part um uh, but yeah i i just absolutely adore you and i have to tell the audience that whitney was someone who which i told you guys on the last episode that i my baby passed away my dog she was almost 11 years old and Whitney was so thoughtful to send me the most beautiful pillows with her pictures on it mm -hmm. this girl went on my Instagram and stole the pictures yeah and then I had did. them <laughs> <laughs> had them put on yeah. I had no idea I found out later Monique told me after I got them like oh yeah she got the address she got my address and sent oh my gosh mm -hmm. so just I yeah. want to publicly thank you for that um, I absolutely love them. Of they course. have a special place in my house right now. So yeah, no, I was hoping. I remember I have a, a coworker I work with who has two dogs, and you know I don't. I, a lot of times I don't know. I'm not close to people that have like dogs. And I said, well, what do you get somebody that you know dog passed away? I was like flowers. Like, but I don't. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted it to be something that you could cherish, not just yeah. like throw away when it dies. You know. And she was like, I like that. And I was just like, you don't know what you're talking about. So then I went, <laughs> I went online and I Googled it. And these pillows came up and I was like, yes, these pillows are so cute. They all had different sayings and everything like that. And I was like, I got to get her pictures. And I was like, I got to reach out to Monique to get this address. Like, oh my God. yeah, no, I mean, I really, I know what it's like to, to lose a pet. 
um, that you're really close to and, and pets are like children. I yeah. definitely, especially when you've had them for a very long time, you treat them like babies, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, and, and I know, like, like I said, when I, when I had one of the check-ins and I heard your voice and I was like, cause he's like, yeah, Whitney. So I this was struggling. Yeah. You was just like, Hey Whitney. <laughs> and then I was like, Hey Whitney. So yeah, this week's check-in is, and I was just like, oh no, that's not how Cookie normally It was now. bad, y'all. It was bad. <laughs> you know, I had to go into this like monotone because when I did try initially to go, hey, you know, it, should, yeah. it was like, huh? So I had to go <laughs> yeah. like, I feel nothing. <laughs> that's how it sounded. You that's did exactly this and this. And this. <laughs> yeah, it's like you had a great week. This week was great. I'm proud of you. And I was just like, oh, okay, no, this is not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for you. I'm like, oh, this is not the cookie that I know. And I was just like, yeah, I got to do something to like, you know, cheer her up, let you know I was thinking about you. And, you know, I wanted you to have something that you could like hold on to and look at and like keep, you know, and, you know, hold on to if you need to yeah. and, and stuff like that. So, no, it's definitely no, no problem at all. I greatly appreciate it. And just to go back real quick to what you were talking about with the depression and, Mm -hmm. you know, that whole like, I'm at a place now where I can't do the fake, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, this is where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I got to get through these check ins. And if I'm monotone, that's because I'm not going to sit here and like, you know, hype myself up when that's not Mm -hmm. how I'm feeling. You're right. And you're entitled to that. You yeah, know. you're definitely entitled to that. To, so we keep it real, on. real around here. Yeah, we keep no, it real, that, real. <laughs> that was another thing, um, you know, with friends and in relationships. It's like, well, Whitney's always, you know, and it's just like, sometimes you don't want to be on, right? You don't want to be that person that everyone goes to to help cheer them up. But yep. you've been labeled that way by your circle and, and your people. And then when you're not, it's like, uh-oh, what's wrong? Something's wrong. What happened? She's not happy and, and jolly. And, you yep, know, that's how people yep. get. Even when I was in the office, it was just like, what's wrong with Whitney? She's not smiling today. What's happening? And I'm just like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, you know? Like, I'm not a clown. Like, I'm not going to, you know, be right. um, Like, give me my 5% when I'm, like, not having a, a good day. You know, another thing I want to point out, too? Yes. Another thing that I, I, I had to um, really hone in on, too, was the difference between being depressed and sad because I have only experienced happy depressed right I don't know the middle ground of a sad day yeah anytime I felt feelings of getting sad I was like it's happening again it's happening again it's happening again because I'm (laughs) thinking I'm gonna go to the extreme right I never knew what like a sad day was so in all of this I mean I accept like my sad days because I definitely know the difference between when I'm depressed, when I'm sad. But before it was just like, oh no, oh no, no, no. Like I was terrified. I was like, I'm going backwards, I'm going backwards. Um, so yeah, that, that was another thing that I also learned that it's okay to have sad days and there's a yeah. big difference between being sad and depressed. It's not the same thing at all. Um, yeah. So that's another thing that I've been able to, uh, you know, identify that I, I definitely wouldn't have done that you know 10 years ago i no i wouldn't have i would because i only know new two you know yep. only know two extremes right? yeah exactly yeah and yep. having a sad day definitely if you're in that mindset can trigger you into a depression mm-hmm. that wasn't yeah. even necessary it wasn't even there just making it up getting all worked up for no reason and listen. it's just like no it's a sad day when you, you work know. up your nervous system like that, and listen, we'll go, we'll talk about this on another podcast, but when you work up your nervous system like that, you really actually train your mind that that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so your body does actually go into fight or flight because you've triggered it. So be careful with your thoughts. You know, yeah. your thoughts can change everything. Yeah. So. No, be nice to yourself. You know, yeah. be good, be, be, be gentle, be good, be patient. Um, yeah. It, it helps. So, well, thank you yeah. so much. Oh, thank I hope you. I could talk to you all day. I know. I'm like, <laughs> y'all, y'all got to let us know. Please leave a comment because I'm going to post this up everywhere. And if y'all want us to do a part two, I think Whitney would come back, right? Of course I'll come back. Okay. Anything for my cookie. Yes. Yeah. I would. I would. I'm just, I'm here trying to help other women who, you know, we're the, 
the same in a, in a certain sense, right? We're all going yeah. through the same things and have feelings about the same things when it comes to weight loss. Like, we're all in the, the same boat. And like I said, we're not, you know, competing against each other. It's just you, yourself, and you, or, you know, me, myself, and I, people yeah. would say. So that's kind of how you got to gotta look at it and make the time for yourself. That's what it is. Please make the yeah. time for yourself. It, it, you stick to the program, it will do what it's supposed to do. And then you got Cookie to talk to also, so please, like... Talk to me whenever. Yes. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I got to say oh. one more thing, and then we have to be done. Okay, we're done. Okay. I'm not even talking anymore. The last mm-hmm. thing I want to say, just to anybody listening who's thinking, oh my gosh, Whitney's done all these things. She's so incredible. She got the body, yaddy, yaddy. Y'all, she has done all of this from home. Yes. No gym. <laughs> no. I just need to be clear about that. No gym. What do you no. have at home? That's what do you have? Like, what's the extent of your equipment? Oh, well, you know, Cookie's always like, you gotta get this, you gotta get this, gotta get this. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I actually, um, I have weights. I have five, ten, fifteen, and twenty. I have um, the medicine ball. Is that what's called the big one? Mm-hmm. Medicine ball, literally right over there. Um, I have the bands, the the cloth ones and the rubber ones. Um, I think that's it that I have. You have a mat? Yeah, yeah, I have a mat. I have the, um, what's the thing that you roll Foam on? Foam roller. Yeah, I have that too. Um, got a, you know, Apple Watch. Well, I already had this. Um, yeah, water bottle. I think I might get another one. I'm, I think I might get that big one. The one that tells you, like, Yeah, with the times on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I kind of like that. Um, yeah, I got that. I got... My little Google over here that plays my music when I'm working out. And you know, another thing. What? Also, too, that helps <laughs> is. <laughs> see, this is what I do with my girlfriends, too. We're like, all right, we're going to hang out. And then we'll be on the phone yeah, for two, three hours. Exactly. No, 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 this is the one thing I'm going to tell you. This is the one thing okay, I'm going to tell you. Okay, okay, okay. No matter where you are in your, your journey, no matter where you are. Get you some cute workout clothes. Yes, I love this tip. Okay, yes, like I'm telling you, like the cute leggings and the matching sports bra or mixed match colors, and it really like helps. Like, I got this orange one that I've never worn. Baby, that was the one in your pictures. (laughs) Yes. I said, oh my, yes. I didn't even have to look at the previous photos to know there was a difference. I was like. Yeah. I'm telling you, cute workout clothes goes a long way. It just makes, it builds that confidence. It makes you feel better about yourself. And yeah, it, cute workout clothes. Don't do the the holy shirt and like, you know, the, the holy big shirt. t-shirt. Yeah, the t-shirt. No, don't do that. I mean, and I've the done little that loose, The little loose shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it oh, to yourself. Oh, the bra that got you, you know, especially that big chest. Get you a good bra. Yeah, flopping Please up and down. Please get you a good bra so yeah. you can feel secure. Yeah, because I, mean, I hate just... that. I hate that flopping up and down, jumping jacks. I don't like that feeling at all. But yes, cute workout wear also helps. Y'all, at this point, I would just have to say bye because otherwise we need... <laughs> She's not going to let us go. Listen, okay, if I'm you're still no here, more. if you're still listening, you probably need to go to cookiemiller.com. I'm just saying. Yes. I'm Please just saying. Do. But no, seriously, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your vulnerability. I'm not going to be all, you know, uh, you know the word I'm looking for because otherwise we're going to keep going. I'm not yeah, gonna be we're all not mushy. doing this anymore. I'm not even talking. You're not even talking because I'm about mm-hmm. to do the outro. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Worth the Wait. Remember, if this episode or any of our episodes have helped you, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Thank you guys so much for joining me for season two of Worth the Wait. This is it. This is our grand finale. So we will be back in a few months. Make sure that you are subscribed and make sure that you are also following us on Instagram at Worth the Wait Podcast. And I will see y'all for season three. Bye. Bye.